Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. It's a Monday morning, which means we welcome to the studio Singapore's very first happiness scientist, Yo Sha'an. Welcome back, Sha'an. Yay, thanks for having me back. Now, fa- phrases like, don't be such a girl. Not a real man. You're weak. Boys don't cry. I think, you know, boys and men have heard all of these being said to them all their lives. And as a mom of three guys, three boys, I call them guys, (laughs) I am guilty of saying something similar to my boys as well. You know, not realizing the impact such phrases can actually bring. And that is what we're discussing today. Toxic masculinity. We have back, of course... Number one best-selling author, two times TED at TEDx speaker, and also the founder of Happiness Scientist, Sha and Yo. Morning, morning, morning. So, Sha and, can you define what toxic masculinity is? Why is it so important for us to be aware of it? Yeah, toxic masculinity involves like cultural pressures for men and boys to behave in certain ways. So, like when Lavinia says, "Boys don't cry," mm. these are stereotypes, right? And it's the it's the picture that you no, know, if you and we think about it from young. When children fall down, when boys fall down, we say, hey, stand up lah. What's the problem? Mm. But when a girl falls down, it's like, yeah, why are you so... You're okay, no, sayang, sayang. So even our response perpetuates this from a very young age. Mm. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that with my boys. I feel so bad now. Yeah. <laughs> Often you hear, be a man. Yes, you know, with exactly. boys. Mm. Whereas with girls, you never really hear that yes, at all. Right, right. I mean, there are three defining characteristics. One is toughness, that you must always be tough, whether mm-hmm. it's physically mm-hmm. or emotionally. And your behaviour must always like have that bravado. Mm. And then the other one is anti-femininity. I know that's a big one, but it's like anything that's feminine, like uh, boys cannot do ballet. Why are you dancing? You want to be one of the girls, is it? Things ah, like that, you know, right, notions. Right, right. And then power, that men must obtain power and must be competitive at all costs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we see that from how old? You know, when does it all begin? When mm. does it all? A lot of it has got to do with acculturation. So the messages that we're sending boys from a young age means that it can begin from quite young. You know, so they pick it up, they observe our behaviour, they observe our language. And so it can start depending on what kind of uh, environment they're exposed to. Mm. Because I guess it's very much tied with gender roles, right? Yes, so, you know, the moment you know, like, hey, it's a baby boy versus baby girl. Already yeah. we're starting to, like, imprint them with all yeah, these Yeah, or seven. like girls play masa masa and when boys go and play, say, hey, why you want to be in the kitchen? So you what know, should we be like saying that? then? Yes, well, when they do things that seem to go against the stereotype, we, mm. we don't actually have to say too much. Mm. And we just allow them to do it. Mm. You'll be present with them, explore with them, just be curious. I know that maybe for a parent looking at that, you might feel concerned, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just like, it's, it's just like supposed to be typical, but we must understand that these are norms that are created. And it doesn't mean that we have to continue with It's them. kind of funny because growing up, right, boys don't play with dolls. They mm-hmm. don't wear pink. They don't, you know, they don't play with pink stuff. But growing mm-hmm. up as men, it's cool. I, I see a guy in a pink shirt. I think it's awesome. Pink exactly. shirt, pink shorts. I think it's cool. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's expressing their individuality. I think we must see this as a platform for expression. Yeah. And things that don't get expressed can become, I mean, the opposite of that is suppression. Mm. And then if they don't get a chance to, well, it's no wonder that next time when we ask them to talk about how they feel, talk about what they like, they will just stick to, you know, uh, I just want to look a certain way. And that's Uh, why it's toxic to the men in the long run. Okay, okay, I see now. So why is it important for us to be aware of it, of toxic masculinity? Well, I mean, if you think about it, if men don't become familiar with their emotions, then it can prevent them from seeking help when they are struggling. So maybe they're going through a difficult time at the workplace or even in their domestic life, but they, they want to maintain that bravado and they don't speak up. 
So what happens is that they could turn to substances to try to alleviate that pain or they might, you know, just sink deeper and deeper. So men's depression could be something that could occur after months or years of suppressing their emotions. Wow, that can be a very serious sort of like, you know, outcome from yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, and then they don't seek help, right? Because eh, you seek help, you're weak, lah. You just tahan, yeah. just you know, or crying. Yes, exactly. like crying is such a sign of weakness amongst men. Yeah. I know there's a movement lately, you know, for for guys to actually be open and vulnerable mm. with their emotions, and crying is okay, especially amongst you know a group of guys that come together. Yeah. Um, you know, their their support friends and network. Um, so hopefully, you know, do you see more of that happening? You know, at home, at workplace. I, mean, I think that when men are prepared to challenge what is the norm, and also they must feel safe. I think there must be trust and safety. Mm. Mm. for that to happen then you, you do see that there are increased numbers of people who are willing to to give it a go mm. yeah but should they do that and face rejection then you know they will just go back to yeah. the original mode of I feel bad because yeah. I really take for granted that you know men might need an outlet as well maybe not to the extreme of actually crying about it but just to be able to talk about it you know yes. share about their yes. emotions yes. and not be judged because yes. hey, you guy why are you talking about this I kind of feel bad mm. today I will ask my husband hello you want to talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if they've been doing it like 40-50 years you know you, even just asking a question like, it doesn't mean that they will want to unpack it straight away no that's right? true yeah. that's true I think like you said develop that trust like let him know like mm. let my husband know that hey if you want to talk about it you're safe here with me yeah. is that is that the right way or do we just start playing video games with them and then, <laughs> and then wait yeah. for them to talk or yeah cook i a mean meal they do it yeah it's true that through action they are more willing to open up because that mm. feels safe i'm familiar i mean familiar grounds mm. but if you say we need to talk what will your husband do yeah, <laughs> because it's like something is they were going to confront me about something, you know. Yeah, I'm busy, or they will just go and like deny or distract uh-huh. because that is their typical mechanism. But if you're doing something together, you know, then you bring up something, maybe it's a bit more. It's an easier way in. Mm. Yeah, but Probably more organic as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ah, okay. Very interesting topic this morning, toxic masculinity. Hey, if you have any questions or maybe you've got a story to share, you can WhatsApp in 88550913 or join the discussion on Facebook. We're there, facebook.com slash 1FM91.3. Uh, more with Yosha and in just a bit. Can you give us some examples of what can cause toxic masculinity or some examples of toxic masculinity itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they found in some research that mothers are more likely to use emotional words and emotional content when speaking with daughters than with their sons. <gasps> I can see why yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's accurate. Yeah. And, and just like what I said, parents are quick to comfort girls in a certain way mm. but allow boys to kind of pick themselves up. Yeah. On their own. Ah. So I mean, that's there are some of these uh, from early age, and then it just goes on. I've been disguising <laughs> that as guilty. I've been disguising that as tough love. Tough, tough love. love. Yeah. Come on, don't worry. It's not that painful. It's only a small scratch. Come get up. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. I feel so bad. I know now. parents yeah. who say that to their daughters. Like I was. Oh, yeah? I was treated that way. It's mm. like yeah, you know, just because of why? Why is it painful? Why? And it's nothing. You know, just yeah. continue. But mm. you see, when we grow up, then when we have pain, not just physical pain, when we have emotional pain, the words come across to ourselves we, we, we build these beliefs in our head that when we have pain we dismiss it because mm. there's nothing much what dismiss <gasps> law you know what yeah. oh my gosh I'm having like a light bulb moment here right now <laughs> chandelier as a result, right, I did not talk about my feelings for a long time. Yeah. 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 Whenever because I was upset about something or I was hurting, I, mm. I didn't think it was okay to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, because I it's get not reprimanded. allowed. Right? Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Ding, 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 ding. 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 <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I mean, other examples of toxic masculinity like acting like a bully mm. to remain mm. competitive advantage ah. because, like, maybe you don't want to be bullied, so you toughen up and you behave like the bully towards other people. And then you overdo it. And, and then you overdo it. Yeah, hurt people. Hurt and then you yes, exactly, hurt people, hurt people, or you know, uh, don't like to lose. Ah. Even though it's like very obvious that you know <laughs> you ain't gonna make it, then you're like, <laughs> I think I was raised as a guy. <laughs> I mean, you had two I mean, older right. brothers, exactly, did you not? Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. your parents really pre-programmed. Yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. the environment is so important. Mm. The environment that we're exposed to, mm. um, it, it is both. You could say it is both a minus in the sense that if there's a lot of, of that environmental exposure, it could mm. be subconscious or unconscious. But then yeah. it also could flip the other way. Mm. If we are aware of this now, then can we? Shift the environment day uh, by day, word um, by word. I like response. that. Shift the environment. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Can you give us <laughs> Can you give us some examples of toxic masculinity at the workplace? Mm. What does that look like? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just now when we talked about like uh, the, the guys kind of at the boardroom, for example, you know, when they say something, they take up a lot of airtime. But when a lady says something. They don't allow it, or they'll <gasps> say, "Oh, you know, you you had your chance already." Oh <gasps> yes. Yeah. Hmm. I've actually encountered that, you know, when a when you know sometimes when a girl raises something, she's seen as like complaining. Yes. But when a guy raises something, it's seen as a concern. It's an issue that needs to be addressed yes. right now. It's legit. Yeah. 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 So I'm sometimes. Appalled. Yeah. Mm. So on the receiving end, I think like women or even like uh, from other gender groups sometimes can become compromised because their airtime is not viewed as valuable. Oh no. So that's on the receiving end of sometimes these toxic behaviors. How can we enlighten? Yeah. These people. Definitely. I mean, I think uh, of course the most ideal mm. would be to speak out. I know that's difficult, but you know we need to speak to people who can make some kind of difference, especially at the workplace. People whom you see are allies. People mm. whom are upstanders, not bystanders. But upstanders means they are they are willing to stick up for you. Mm. Yeah, there's no point in going to share with someone just to vent, and they can't do anything about it that's simply true. because then there's no shift that can be made. Of course, share if you have emotional things about it. But if you really want some change to happen, then everybody has got to do something. Mm. Otherwise, it's one against many, right? And you know how that's going to turn out. I do feel like in yeah. a male-dominated uh, workplace, there's something like a boys' club that goes yes. around, which other boys, not all boys, get to get into as well. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah that's good right. Point. So, so they would look at it and say, like, if you look weaker, you don't qualify. Exactly. Yeah. So even guys are victims themselves yes, in that's this true. case. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Hey, this, yes. this so that's why it's so huge. toxic, right? Yeah, huge. Yeah, because it's not just women or, or LGBTQ. It's also other men, you're right. Mm. Yeah, those who don't fulfill certain criteria. Yeah, mm. criteria. I want to be an upstander now. <laughs> I will print a t-shirt. I am an upstander. I know support people give like. Some to me. Hey, don't roll your eyes. She has some. She has a valid point to make. Uh, yeah, I think that's important speaking up, you know, like say yeah. during a meeting or, mm-hmm. you know, like a mini, even if it's informal, you got to speak up for your colleagues, especially if they're making sense. Yeah, um, yeah I think people have become afraid to do that as well as a result yes. of the consequences that they yes. might face. They get, you know, further ostracized and isolated and yes. marginalized, especially at work. You don't want that. Yeah, Fascinating Tough, topic. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, hey, yeah. you've got any questions or experiences to share with us? WhatsApp us 8855-0913. Join the discussion. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash 91.3 more Shawin in Shawin Shawin oh, I had a Shawin <laughs> this morning <laughs> that must have been refreshing yes in just uh-uh. a bit stay tuned earlier on we're talking about how you can address it at the workplace with men with women what about kids hmm. yeah I think for kids we, we need to allow them to be able to express themselves 
I think instead of dismissing the emotions, if they have a big emotion, just create space, allow them to cool down. And in fact, you may even want to reflect their feelings by saying, you know, sounds like when that person did something to you, you were really angry about it. Or it was mm. it hurt you. Mm. Because we can also help them to learn how to label their emotions. Otherwise, it's just this thing that they feel. And then if it gets dismissed, it gets buried somewhere. Right, 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 yeah. right. And, and we can teach them as well to manage these challenging emotions. Mm. Maybe take a deep breath, draw it out, write it out, talk it out, walk it out. You know, these are really helpful tools. I like how you're sort of like, you're not pegging it to any gender roles. It's really just the yeah. importance of them having their emotions yeah. and that their emotions are important. So yes, it's really good. Yes, yeah. and emotions are part of our psyche, both positive and challenging. Mm. So why is it we celebrate the positive, but don't give space for those that are difficult for us. Yeah, I really right. like that. Yeah. I'm going to do better with my boys. <laughs> I will, I will. Okay, how can we... Hmm, is there a better way that we can manage toxic masculinity at home or at work, even if I was the guy or I'm the person on the receiving end? Just mm. parting words on that? Yeah, I think if you are the guy, then I think it's about being aware. Number one, not to perpetuate some of these norms. So if you notice it, that's fine. Notice it and then maybe make a shift in your actions or your behavior. Mm -hmm. If you're a leader and you notice this, well, it's definitely no tolerance, right? I think, you know, you call out behavior that's unacceptable if you're a leader and you, you try to foster a culture where collaboration is okay. Mm -hmm. If you make mistakes, it's also okay. And maybe even being okay with vulnerability, sharing sometimes when things may not have gone well because then you give permission for everyone else not to just maintain that bravado mm. you know? because it can have a negative impact not just on you know the people in your life but on yourself yeah so that's something you really need to look out for yeah i yeah. mean at the end of the day it's not that masculinity inherently is bad it's about mm. when it's starting mm. to be negative yeah or mm. has a negative impact on you know society right yeah yeah and if you're struggling you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's yeah. not weakness. Mm. It's just recognizing that things aren't going the way that you want at the moment. And ask, talk to someone. Mm. Or, you know, call a buddy. Yeah. Right? And don't just go drink it out. Yeah. But oh. hey, you know. Don't yeah. substitute it for an addiction. Huh? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I think this it's important been... to start the conversation. Yeah. Yes. yeah. To start yes. talking about it. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I think as closing words, mm. say that, you know, like what Carol mentioned, it's a balance. There are benefits to being masculine and I think we can celebrate those benefits but if we do notice it going to the other end and overdoing it, then it's also something that we, we need to take note of especially if it's hurting or harming yourself or other people. Alright, well yeah. thank you so much Sha'an. Where can people find out more about the topic? Um, to finding out more about the topic, I think there are many and various sources out there. Just make sure they're legit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, feel free to drop me a question or you know check me on Happiness Scientist. Happy to answer your questions. Okay, great. Yeah. As usual, enjoyed our chat this morning, Sha. And thank you so much. Now, if you missed the chat, you can catch up uh, on the discussion on Facebook.com/slash1fm91.3. The bright side with Carol and Lavinia every weekday morning, six to ten a.m. on One. FM 91.3.